Hadith on Marka Sahaba Online Radio. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we welcome you to our segment, Riyadu Salihin. And this is the chapter we are busy with, Babur Raja, the chapter on hope. And here we see it is it is hadith number hadith number four hundred and twenty six. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim. Rabbi shrahli sadri wajasir li amri wahlul uktatam min lisani yafqahu qawli. Rabbi habli hukma wal hikni bisalihin wajal li lisana sidqin fil akhirin. Oh, esteemed listener, what we have to do is correct our intention. When you correct your intention, there seems to be some connection, some relationship between the heart, the tongue, the rest of the senses, and they want to mobilize together to please Allah This is our objective. So this should be for the pleasure of Allah We share this hadith with you today. Hadith 426 we are busy with. So the hadith is narrated by Hazrat Mu'ad bin Jabal radiallahu anhu. So Hazrat Mu'ad radiallahu anhu mentions that kuntu radifa qal kuntu Radifa al-Nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala himarin. Radifa, if you look at the word, means sahibahu. Radifa sahibahu, you can say. Radifa sahibahu. I was with this person. I mounted with this person. And I mounted rakiba khalfahu. This means to mount behind someone. So I was the companion with someone. We mounted on a conveyance. We mounted and I was at the back. So, of course, it's telling you that it had to be an animal. And, of course, those were was the mode of transport that day, on those days. So, كنت رادف النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم على حمارين. فقال يا معاذ. So, I was riding and I was behind Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم. Nabi Karim صلى الله عليه وسلم is the driver taking us, the rider, we'll say in this instance. So, he is, and I'm at the back. He's in front, I'm at the back. فقال, ya Mu'ad, hal tadri ma ala ibadihi? So, Azad Mu'ad, radiallahu anhu, was asked by Nabi Karim, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, asked, Do you know what is the right of Allah, azza wa jal, upon his slaves? وَمَا حَقُّ الْعِبَادِ عَلَى Allah, and do you know what is the right of his slaves upon Allah so this is important vital see you have you are going to get married so we have to learn so it's going to take long because so many years you already indoctrinated brainwashed as to what is the rights of certain people so we come in with this and there's a term that people use out there it's called narcissism narcissism so narcissism is this which is you very um ego associated you're worried about yourself constantly you are not worried about the interests of the next person now, to camouflage this as a weakness, people rather classify it as a sickness. What is the ramifications of this? The ramifications of this is quite clear. It is that now you consider yourself as a person who is sick and you've got to now, uh, yes, spiritually you are sick. 
definitely you are sick. You are ego acquainted. You are very, very, you worried about yourself, how I must be constantly on top. My rights must not be broken. So you owe this right, I will be the first to claim. But in fulfilling your rights, you do not do it well. So they use this, but now to camouflage it and to make it seem like it's perfectly fine, people classify it as a sickness. There's nothing that can be done about it. Or it is this, but it's all their solutions. It's not going to help assist because it's not according to the Sunnah Mubarakah. It is according to their desires, which is only it's only going to re, it's going to increase the problem. So what we should we do? Come to the ways of Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I'm saying to you, any relationship, whatever you you're going to start a business, you're going to have employees. My relationship should be based on what is my rights, what is their rights. This is the basics. So. Over and above that, it shouldn't just be based on rights and what's not right. Meaning what's rights, what's your rights, what's not rights. That's what I'm referring to. But it should be based on going the extra mile. If everyone, this used to be the times of the past, the employee is striving to go the extra mile. The employer, he's striving to go the extra mile. It wasn't based on, I'm just going to do the bare minimum over and above that. You can do what you want. I'm not going to spend even half an hour there. See the difference. Now, apply this to our deen. We are not even doing the basics. We are not even performing our five daily salah. We're not doing the basics. And when it comes to their ways, we're constantly looking for an excuse to promote their ways, to practice upon their ways. No, but this, no, but this, no, but that, but this, but this, but that. But, 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 but let's see. Why don't you change, twist the whole argument around? Don't say, but, but, but. Say, inshallah, I can do it. Inshallah, I can do it. I'm going to do it. it. I'm weak, but I will do it. Now there's a change of mindset. It's not that I'm a narcissist. I'm weak and I've got pride. I've got arrogance. You see, they don't want to use those words. I've got arrogance, I've got pride, I've got this. I need to solve it the correct way. So they come with this word to camouflage all that you need to solve and say it's a sickness. So if a person is sick, he has to take tablets. <laughs> and he has to go for psychological treatment because he is mentally ill. <laughs> That's the kind of levels that we've gone towards. Allah protect us. Allah Azawajal protect us. Anyway, what are the rights? Look at what an important question here. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is asking Hazrat Mu'adh radiyallahu anhu. Ya Mu'adh, hal tadri ma haqqu Allahi ala ibadihi wa ma haqqu al-ibadi ala Allah? Do you know, O Mu'adh, O Mu'adh, we say Mu'adh, but it's Mu'adh, Mu'adh. So do you know, O Mu'adh, what are the rights of Allah Azza wa Jal upon do you know what are the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his slaves? What is the right? It's only singular. What is the right of Allah upon his slaves? Do you know what is the rights of his slaves upon Allah? 
Qultu Allahu wa Rasuluhu a'lam. This is the response of the noble Sahaba radiyallahu anhum. It was not, oh, we know it all. We must know. Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam know best. Qal fa'inna. Look at the teacher. Look at the student. Look at the respect in between. Just now we were reading. Germiston School. What happened? The teacher was attacked by the student. The teacher was attacked by the student. And what had happened, this incident took place in a Germiston school. The principal is recovering in school. Why? It took place at the Primrose, Primrose Hill Primary School on Friday. Primary school, imagine. The principal reportedly instructed grade 6 pupils to take out their workbooks to study. The pupil mumbled something to the principal, which he ignored. The pupil is believed to have shot the principal later in the school staff room. Police are investigating the matter, and the firearm is believed to belong to the pupil's parent. This is what's taking place in your schools, O Ummah. Yes, go see the amount of rape. 12,500 cases was the last... Uh, it was the last, last year it came out and I actually said, this newspaper I have to take. Saturday Star, they headed their headlines. 12,500 school-going children were pregnant. This is only recorded in Eastern Cape. What about the whole of Gauteng? What about all the other provinces? What about the whole world? They said 500 from the 12,500 500 were of the age of 14 or under. Now you 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 think to yourself, is are, are these not brothels which we are sending our children to? You ask it. And look at all the murder, the student murdering the teacher. This was this is what we're saying. Anyway, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the teacher, the best of teachers. And Hazrat Mu'adh radiallahu anhu is the student, the best amongst the noblest, uh, the best amongst is the Sahaba radiallahu anhu after the Anbiya alayhi salam. And this Sahabi, Honorable Sahabi, Hazrat Mu'adh radiallahu anhu says, Allahu wa Rasuluhu a'lam. Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa know best. Qal, fa'inna haqqa Allahi ala al-ibadi ay ya'buduh wa la yushriku bihi shay'a. So the right of Allah upon his servants is the rights فَإِنَّ حَقَّ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْعِبَادِ أَنْ يَعْبُدُوهُ وَلَا يُشْرِكُ بِهِ شَيْئًا So, Allah's right upon his servants is that they should worship him alone and associate nothing with him. And his slaves وَحَقُّ الْعِبَادِ وَحَقَّ الْعِبَادِ عَلَى اللَّهِ it is Allah Zawajal's right then not to. So he and his slaves right upon him. His slaves right upon Allah Zawajal is that he should not punish those who do not associate a thing with Allah Zawajal. So this is you must worship Allah and do not commit shirk. And Allah will not punish you if you do not commit shirk. Yes, you will be sent in for cleansing, all that we know. Faqultu Ya Rasulullah, I said Ya Rasulullah, should I not, Afala ubashirun nas, should I not 
inform the people about this that such glad tidings comes about look here's the chapter of babur raja the chapter of hope how it fits in here shall i not inform give this glad tidings to the people nabi karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam then said la tubashshirhum fayattakilu la la tubashshirhum fayattakilu do not inform them do not give them these glad tidings because then they will depend on it alone they will not they will not engage more and further to get to become the beloved of allah they will just take stick on this to say okay i'm not committing shirk and i'll take i'll say la ilaha illallah and i will get this jannah and i will not be punished so but that's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam doesn't want you to get basics remember we are saying you learn one dua and you feel that is sufficient for your entire life after that you don't want to though that which we learned in maktab we forgot because there's no practice you want to store something practice make it a point of practice even if it is one dua a month but make it such i'm imagining 12 months you've learned 12 new duas look at it that way so there's always hope but you've got to make that effort in that direction may allah azza guide us put us to the straight path and look here also that not to keep the ummah satisfied with just being on one level for the you're not reading salah don't worry no problem constantly remind and say that no because the person now this is that attitude where i've i'm reciting my kalima i don't commit shirk so i'm going to jannah one day or one day is one day i ask you this question and we'll end off on this what guarantee do you have that you are going to get your jannah and by you moving away from deen it's fair you know what's scary it was said this weekend what scary statements were said um not statements in itself but the description of how others have ended their lives this is the brutal descriptions hazamul ashabir saluji damat parakatu had mentioned this that there were in there was a case that came about and it was one of the areas here in south africa i'm not to show where but this is what had happened what it transpired so two brothers used to attend a majlis of some pious person after some time it was where where is this person what happened to this person so inquiries were made i think it was mulan abdul hamid was saying this yeah i must just confirm this but it was said so who where is this person the brother is no more coming for so what had happened was the brother started feeling sick they said they're going to rush him to hospital and he's in the hospital now and they're giving him everything medication everything and he's just he just picks his finger up and he screams the name of this player or actor or whoever it was that he loved so much he said that person's name and he passed away they look at the ramifications now fit it in with the hadith al mar'u ma'a man ahabba yawm al qiyama rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam said a person will be raised with whom he loves on the day of qiyama 
So, by you heading, my point is, you heading in that direction, you're going to lose it all eventually. Allah protect me. There is the hadith as well. The person will do good deeds and last minute, he will last at the last hour of his life, the last second, he will start to do everything opposite differently. And he passes away as a non-Muslim. Allah protect us. So none of us is guaranteed. Then on the other end, a person who's committed so much of crimes, but at the end, he does a good action and he passes away as a Muslim. Passes away as a believer. And this is maghfirat for him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us, put us to the straight path, and give us a death with iman. This is Rabbana la tuziqulubana. Let me just mention to you this here. Few points which Mullah Shabir Saluji Damat Barakatu had mentioned to protect your iman. One is la in shakartum la azidannakum. Daily recite two rakats of salah for the shukr of iman, the gratitude of iman. So your iman will increase. Anything you show gratitude, it increases. Why not show gratitude for iman? It will increase. One. Two, read Rabbana la tuzir qulubana ba'da idh hadaytana wa hablana min ladunka rahma. Vitally important, you must read this dua for the preservation of your iman. And number three is recite Surah Al-Kahf daily. Try to read at least the ten verses. This was what was instructed by Azamullah Shabir Saluji Damad Barakatuhu. May Allah Azawajal bless our seniors, pious people, and inshallah bless us too. Wa akhiru da'wana. Anilhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Hadith on Merkah Sahaba Online Radio.